Honestly, I like the scarf better too, but hey everybody, the Phantom Zone podcast, uh, second episode of The Defenders. Uh, joining us today as myself, Arlen Haro, uh, Hunter Davenport. What's up, pimps? Alan Muir. Uh, hi. And our, our first twofer on guests, uh, first Eric, uh, whatever. Fedor check. I hunger oh. for your marrow. Fedor. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. <laughs> and uh, a- Andy sits our, our original guest. The uh, first from... guy. Sup. Now they have to also fight. Sites. Now, I know. They're it's... both on the episode. Same, but they have to fight to find out who our have... favorite guest is. Do we have to pull a beat it thing where we uh, we tie our, our opposite hands together and knife fight? Yes. yes, yes, you do. Okay, oh. that, that's what that's what we do whenever we have two guests. You guys, God damn it, fight to the death. How is until this a greater work? villain comes out, and then you have to fight, join together oh, and face okay. them. Oh, yeah, okay. like some sort of defenders. Yeah, <laughs> how apropos. Except this will be better. <laughs> oh no! Oh. <laughs> it begins. Yeah, yeah. So this is why we wanted Andy on. Um, Andy didn't like the show it's that much. Hey. Wow. <laughs> but we, we 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 feel like I feel like we often just all have the same opinion on this show. Yeah. yeah. This is why we want somebody like Ed Bauman on the show. Uh, yeah, Ed's got good, some good opinions, and like right. Andy has good opinions, and like. And they're not quite. Then it's not the same five white guys having the exact same opinions. <laughs> yeah, true. It's not. It's not like because we're all the same person, pretty much. Right. Yeah, so, we're not just a very talented voice actor doing the show by ourselves. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is, is we like talk to each other every day, so we're all starting to become the same person. <laughs> <laughs> the hive mind grows. Yeah, like we become. We we become a hive mind. Exactly. Yeah. Um I think the same. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Eventually we're all gonna dress the same. <laughs> Probably. We're all gonna dress like Hunter for being yeah. um, that's, um that's terrifying. <laughs> I think we should start from because Andy wasn't on the first episode, what were like major problems with the first six episodes and if you can enlighten us. On me, uh I uh, well, I actually liked the first few episodes. Okay. Um, actually, I, I felt kind of like meh on like one and two, but I thought three was so good, mm. and mm-hmm. I feel like from then on it kind of lost the steam. Uh, okay, that ending fight scene, the hallway fight with that run the jewels playing is yeah, so yeah. cool. Yes, but uh, yeah, okay, I think so, all- so. It peaked early. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I I buy that, and I I completely understand that because I do think that is like that's the best action sequence in this season, probably. Yeah, like, uh, it, it's it's cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really the, cool. It's the most well done, mm-hmm. most like well composed, and like oh, we ought to nail it on this one. Well, so. these Danny are, Danny yeah. has some it, it's the same people who uh, directed the second season of Daredevil, or did they do the first as well? Correct. For doing this, uh, they they show ran oh, season show ran. two, and okay. then they they wrote the only good episode of the last five episodes, which is the Kingpin's origin story. Okay. Um, 
they wrote that whole episode because okay. the rest of the last part of Daredevil season one is trash. But that episode it's, is really it's, good. Uh, it's a tough yeah. watch. Like I was just I was just curious because it seems that uh, they do a very good job of doing hallway fights in all, especially Daredevil, yeah, yes. but in the yeah. Marvel stuff in general. And I don't know if that's just a limit of their directors slash writers or if it's just that they know how to do that so damn well. You know what, you know what I everything. actually you know what I think actually is. Is I think mm-hmm. that they're really good at like making tight spaces and like putting cool things in every corner of that room. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that that's just their their what they're really good at is like filling up a room. Well, I think it's the easiest to uh, make it feel comic booky, for lack of a better term, by having an enclosed space where you can have a lot of action going on while the yeah. viewer can see everything. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think they just still haven't gone over old boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that's also true. That too. Well, then I haven't finished the Defenders, so if it ends like Old Boy does, it's gonna be real. It's oh, gonna be no. real weird. Oh, oh no! <laughs> We're gonna find out some weird things about Colleen. Um, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Um, yeah, I, I, I like these. So the three episodes we're supposed to be talking about are four through six. Um, I think rewatching them, I know there is quite a bit of filler. Um, it's not, again, it's not as bad as some of the seasons of these shows have been. Like I've always said, last five episodes of Jessica Jones are just filler. Um, any scene without Kilgrave doesn't need to be there because um, it's all trash. Um, said the thing about Daredevil. I disagree with a lot of people, but the last five episodes of Luke Cage are filler according to the wide world um in even daredevil season two gets a little bit filler e i mean but yeah once the punisher leaves they're like they're like okay what do we do now and it's like <sighs> really well, weird I, like i i can't even remember what was going on in in daredevil season two i mean i remember bits and pieces but after after frank was gone like i just kind of lost that i lost track of what was happening anymore like i just didn't care nearly as much it's very it's very clear that um, they once Frank left, like they didn't know how to get to Electra and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, I still I still love that season. I think it's like I think it's the strongest out of all all the uh, Netflix seasons so far. But the this comes pretty close to I mm-hmm. think at least. Well, that's the thing too for me. Like, I'm coming into Defenders having not finished Jessica Jones didn't even get to finish the fourth episode of Luke Cage because I had a whole lot of shit going on at that point and I didn't even touch Iron Fist based on the oh, God. world's concept of how I'm so jealous of you. I'm so <laughs> jealous. Yeah, I haven't finished Iron Fist yet. Oh, I'm so oh, jealous, wow. jealous of you both. It wasn't that bad. I just... Here's the thing. Uh, the person, as an, the person I was watching it with didn't like it. So I was like, oh, okay. As an Iron Fist fan, like it's, it's real yeah. bad. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm most worried about is going into it being a fan of Iron Fist and being oh. like I uh, really really I don't oh, know oh yeah like, they da- they dash your hope and dreams yeah. really quickly yeah, yeah. All, all you need to shout do is watch Danny Rand what's that about Randy Dan I says shout out to my boy Danny Rand oh Randy Dan <laughs> yeah Randy <laughs> you know? Dan you don't know Randy Dan the Iron Fist me, um me. Candyland Candyland <laughs> <laughs> word association. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> God. Oh God. Um. Yeah. 
But I, I do see some problems with Defenders on second watch. I still like it a lot. Like, I still teared up a little bit when Jessica Jones enters the room and she says, who missed me? Because that's the music swells and it's yep. just like, it's, that moment is so perfect. Um, yeah. And it is part of why I don't like Jessica Jones the show that much is because the character is really great. And I don't think they really showed how great she is enough. No, she, yeah, she's like... I, don't, I like I haven't finished Jessica Jones season two, but uh, season one, and it's like they just kind of like she's just kind of there. Honestly, like that's how Can I feel about, about how it. Scott Buck fucked everything up. Yeah, Scott Buck's a fucking <laughs> we, okay. Yeah, we kind of we gotta address that. No, um, no, no, I'm talking about you. Kind of address it on every episode. No, no, I'm saying specifically in these three in these three episodes where they talk about Kunlun, right? Snore. Yeah, and how the ending of, of Iron Fist wasn't it technically less on how it really ended. Yeah, the whole it's wait, a really? rec- it, it is a retcon, isn't it? They retconned so what? many things, like how yes, they did. The I mean, some I feel like some worked more weller than others, but like for example, well, like, what specifically did they retcon? Because I don't think anything the, the methods that brought back like uh, and. Harold Meacham. Yeah. If oh. I, if, I, if I remember correctly, it's different. No, it's not. It's not different at all. No, no. They say Meacham was brought back through some sort of substance. They yeah, say Electro was brought back through a substance. They, and they're, they're saying it. They, they've said it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. But, I see no. I see no thing in which they've like completely changed it. At all, they maybe they've expanded the rules. I could I could have sworn different. Yeah, because remember in Iron Fist when Harold just beat the sh- just killed his his uh, intern because he didn't right. want the ice cream. Yeah. The fuck? That's, that's, okay. So that okay. From... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> You can We cannot. We cannot skip over that. It, like, nah, fuck it. I don't even care. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> that's an actual thing that happens. By the way, <laughs> I know that being I'm someone sure. who hasn't seen the show at all, that sounds like the most ridiculous <sighs> thing on earth. So there, there are points where that season gets really ridiculous, and I, and I said this when we were reviewing Iron Fist. There are four good episodes in there that are actually worth oh, watching. Oh yeah, no, I will, I will not like deny that there are some like good pieces of it but it's like Mm -hmm. the whole of it is just so disappointing like yeah yeah but the stuff that's really good is the stuff with harold meacham jr or whatever his name is board um where he like murders his dad and like buries him like yeah sorry but he murders his dad that's fine that's just (laughs) whatever yeah i mean he murders his dad at some point um and but instead of he comes back instead of going to a new location he takes him to where he brought a guy that Harold killed. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty, dumb. pretty dumb. It is dumb. But uh, but there's nothing there that I saw that changes the rules. Because again, we've seen Nobu didn't die. No, Nobu's still around. But he Wait, died he was... technically at the time, and then he recovered from it. Oh, the way yeah. I understand the rules are, if you get a near fatal injury or inju- or something like you get shot in the heart. And then your body's put into a freezer, and unfrozen, you will recover from that. It's head slicing, 
your head is sliced down the middle, your brain is blown out of your head. Really, it's just brain stuff that permanently kills you. Otherwise, the, the substance will So that brings you. out an interesting question. Didn't Stick cut off Nobu's head? Yeah, so yeah, Nobu's that's what I dead. Thought. Nobu yeah. is gone. Yeah, I know he, I know he's gone. I was just like... Yeah, just so like, that first time when Daredevil burned him, you assume oh, that he would have died from that. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's what I mean, like... It, like yeah. the rules, the rules are kind of confusing to me because, like, uh, what happened to Electra again? She like she, she got, got like, stabbed, yeah, but she, she didn't stabbed. have the substance in her already. That's my understanding of the rules. If the substance is already in you, it will heal you. But if you get again fatal injuries, things that you couldn't recover from ever, thing things that would like kill your body, over. body disintegrates. Like yeah, like that okay. stuff. The substance can't save you from. At all. all. Right. But the well, substance some, continues working. Something so. else that might clear up the rules on this is it's a fucking comic book TV show. Yeah, also- I know. <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just like when they when it's like this is a weird problem I have where like if something presents rules to me, sometimes mm-hmm. I will get confused because like if they add too many, I'm like, okay, what is going on? Like, it's for the reason why. Hmm. Okay, can I add so, microtransactions to this? Yeah, <laughs> fucking Peter Sunderland. Uh, yeah, I just like I, when rules are. There's too many rules. I just get completely confused. Well, and I feel like that's I'll partially. That's why I don't follow any. That's yeah. partially. Oh a, damn! Oh damn! That's partially a benefit because he's a rebel. Uh, that's partially a benefit to what comics have over adapting them, or even just you know, well, adapting would be the proper word. Um to small screen or big screen is that you have a lot more time with comics to be able to establish the rules and explain the specific while in TV they kind of just got to go while they go like I mean yeah. that's that's kind of a weak argument but I feel like it's the best way to describe why sometimes things are a little bit more muddled when it comes to actual live action versions of things it still doesn't it still doesn't excuse the fact you didn't get to see Danny Rand punch a dragon in the heart to get the iron yeah. fist. But no, that that is what pisses me off the most about it. <laughs> it's because they tease it and then they don't show you. Yeah. That's true. Um Yeah. Do they like, have that money. Yeah, Netflix yeah. Ne- Netflix will give you then all the hallways you want, but then yeah. don't show me the dragon. <laughs> like don't fucking don't like tease well, it. Well that was that was as much dragon as they could afford. They don't, yeah. they don't got the Game of Thrones money, man. I don't know. They it, don't... Just pisses, it pisses me off. Game of Thrones <laughs> even has has that money. Barely. Yeah. Uh, barely like, even has that. Fuck. Like, you seen them White Walker faces, yo? <laughs> Those faces <laughs> look like shit. They do look kind of bad. <laughs> like, whenever I'm watching Game of Thrones, I'm like, wow, the, these fake sceneries look really cool. They recreate uh, all these, like, winter landscapes really well. And some of it, I believe, is, like, with models and shit. And I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. The dragons are beautiful. The even the way that they do the direwolves, most of the time it looks cool. Sometimes it looks cheesy. But when they show White Walker faces, um, I I just I'm just like, that is the most obvious CG I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, like not everybody has that money, you know? Not everybody. Um, I don't know. It's just. I'm just envisioning all the White Walkers looking like Rocky from it the movie Mask with Cher in it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, okay. All right. Defenders, episode four through six. Um, 
Uh, I so there is like a lot of like arguing about what we should do in these three episodes. Again, I'm noticing this on rewatch. There's a lot of like, no, we should do this. No, we should never do that. Why would I do this? I'm Jessica Jones. I don't do things. Um, I I talk and I drink. Um, there's a lot of that stuff going around. <laughs> That's like, a pretty description of her. <laughs> yeah. I talk and I drink. Um, and, and then people comment how strong I am. Yeah. Um, and I occasionally throw people against walls. But I look really good in purple light, so that's <laughs> that's a thing. Um, but yeah, like there's there's a lot of that, and it's like we could have a whole episode of not this, and maybe more people getting punched in the face, or as I've said before, more development of the side characters, more of like Karen Page being a uh, sexy Will Graham, as I call her. Um, that's the detective for those who are unaware. Um, Misty Knight. More of that. More of those characters interacting. Foggy interacting with, uh... Okay, if I do... Like, I mentioned this last episode, but if I do have a problem with Defenders, it's that how much Foggy and all of them kind of get left to the side. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Uh I, like, like, having having come in just from episode one a couple days ago, like, the lack of these characters that were so important in each of the individual seasons for the characters themselves is now they're they're just tertiary like yeah they're just I mean, they're just there to be, exist and like i yeah, love, I, I really love foggy i love, I love misty yeah. I love all those characters and it's like they're just there like i don't mm-hmm. yeah like just it's the interactions with karen like they just they don't they don't feel as natural as they did for for Daredevil, and just I don't know. I just I was really disappointed to see that these these people that were phenomenal in the individual series just get the short shrift in this. I definitely agree. That's one of my problems with the series. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, like I'm glad I'm glad you definitely agree on that because that is something that it just bothered me, and it's it's one of the things that I went into this really excited about. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like the, again, the idea of Trish and Foggy having just a conversation with each other. Yeah, like yeah. not not even an extended conversation. Just like let's talk about things in life and how weird our existences oh, are. I kind of wanted to see Fog- Foggy and Malcolm like interact. Like that's oh, yeah. what I want to see. Like, like I want to see that buddy cop spinoff yeah. show. That that those weird two, sitcom. Those two like feel like they're friends. I love that. Yeah, yeah they're so great. <laughs> Is it wrong if I want to see Foggy and Turk Barrett hang out? Oh, oh God, that would be the no, best. I want, I want a Turk Barrett, <laughs> I want a Turk Barrett Netflix show. Turk Barrett's Neighborhood. It's like a... It's him, it's him and Bobby it's Fish. It's Mr. Rogers. It's just him hustling the whole time. That's what the entire season would be. Just each failed given, hustle he has. Given tips on how to hustle also. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be the, it'd be his version of Sesame Street. Oh, I want this so much. Um... Oh yeah, yes. yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that, though. Like, we got Turk for one scene, which yeah. is fine, but Turk could have even come back more. Yeah, like, Turk, it's, it's a Turk lot of stuff. Whole arc, if you wanted to, like, yeah, like, because he's Turk. And also, like, uh, there hasn't been an on-screen uh, meeting of Jessica and Turk. They have met in like a little spin-off comic they did, where she's like talking to him in the hospital. Or whatever, yeah. and she's making fun of him for getting beat up by Matt. Um, funny comic. It's free on like Amazon, so go look it up. You can read it um, if you haven't. Um, but yeah, like 
that's the stuff that I was that I am bothered by rewatching. Um, I think Alexandra is less interesting in these three episodes. Um, well, yeah, we learned first... something in this in these three episodes that Gao, Bakudo, Alexandra, um, White Hat, yeah, the, and the other guy who who uh, who speaks Japanese. Yeah, that's just, uh, I just call him Nobu too. That's yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they're I take the, offense to that. They're the. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Andy. <laughs> we're, we're not all the fucking same. <laughs> well, the, hey guys, tell the writers, special guest Nobu Three. <laughs> tell the writers of Daredevil and Defenders that, though. Anyways, Al- Alan, what were you saying? I was saying that we find out that they're the fought that they're the leaders of the hand, and we actually get right. to see some. Yeah, they're the, they're the five fingers. Yeah, the yeah. five fingers. We really get the confirmation of how they all work and how the system is and um yeah and i like that they don't forget things that did happen in iron fist that were interesting and kind of confusing at the time uh i remember being confused why are bakudo and gao enemies (laughs) why don't they like each other if they're both the hand um and they really didn't explain it but hey they brought bakudo back and I think I've said before, Bakudo was probably one of the better things about Iron Fist. Yeah. And he Because I don't know why his he's version kind of, of evil is so You know what weird. it is? Because he's, he's slimy and gross. He's like he's like Littlefinger to me, where he's just like, yeah. everything about him is just slimy and disgusting. So he's, he's going to get uh, sentenced to die? Yes. Yeah, probably. Um, Pretty much did. Yeah. That was of. a spoiler, Game of Thrones people. <laughs> Alan just spoiling spoiling season seven of Game of <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's like, hmm, I wonder if Ned should trust Littlefinger. Well, he... well it's too late now because he's fucking dead. <laughs> and so is Ned. Anyways, good God. Ow. We're and just gonna spoil so all the shows. So is Sansa. Now. So is Arya. So is Bran. Okay. So is now you're so, polluting the water. So is that little fuck who didn't know how to zigzag. <laughs> oh my god. This is such a great bit. God, Alan, you were the best. Now I'm going to go back to eating my graham crackers. I'm watching okay, Central thank you, Intelligence. I just, I just remembered... Andy has a very short amount of time with us. So, um, Andy, I want you to give us, like, your big thoughts about these three episodes and how you feel about them. Uh, so we're doing four, five, and six? Yeah. Uh, I really like four. It might actually be my favorite episode of the season. Um, I just really like them, you know, all getting, like, talking to each other and stuff in the Chinese restaurant. And then, (laughs) uh, we see... You know, I didn't finish Iron Fist, so I didn't get, like, you know, the full characterization of Danny. But I really appreciate that moment where uh, he, like, pays that guy's rent for, like, the next six months. Just mm-hmm. just so that they can, you know, hang out there for a bit. And then, uh, yeah, and I also think the fight in there is really cool. When they're, like, what, three members of, like, three of the fingers? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, who's there? Sawande? Uh, yeah. Is there? Gal shows up, yeah. Yeah, Gal does, and then yeah. Uh, uh, Murakami. See there yeah. too. 
Yeah, okay. I so. Yeah, I really like that fight. I think it's really cool. Is uh, Yeah, doesn't the entire episode like take place in that restaurant? Yeah, yeah I believe so. Right outside of it for some yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, I really liked that one. It's uh, I don't know, my, The parts of the series that stand out to me are seeing these characters interact with each other. And so the entire episode is that. And uh, I know them learning to trust each other and stuff I thought was really awesome. Uh, that, was, that was one thing I really liked about episode four was seeing that the the very beginnings of the relationship between Danny and Luke, like mm-hmm. when they're just sitting at the table together yeah. and and just that kind of like, okay, they're beginning to kind of like each other. And I think that was really cool. I think my my favorite part about that whole like that whole China shop thing, Chinese uh, Chinese food wow. place. Sorry, my, I had a brain fart. <laughs> God damn it! Anyway, my favorite part is when, when everyone comments about how weird Matt is. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, like, he's just like I still smell neon, and they're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Where did you find this guy?" I just think that's really great. Was I... uh? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I I don't remember what five and six were. Um, I'm looking at their synopsis on Netflix. I guess it says for five electors loyalties are question. Colleen clashes with the old acquaintance. I'm assuming that's Pudo. And then uh, Luke proves he knows how to take a hit. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> um, five was the one where Electra like lets Matt live and ends up uh isn't that when she goes to his apartment that was the very end of it okay yeah 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 that was I, like, I, I, I will say I really like that 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 whole sequence because it was like she doesn't say a word but in, and you you know exactly what she's doing like mm-hmm. it, it's really I really like that the uh you're talking about uh, Electra in his apartment or what? Yeah, yeah. when when uh, when she crawls into his bed, like, you really know exactly part. what. Yeah, yeah, that was that was exactly. literally the last scene of the episode. Yeah, that that yeah. that stuff was. I love that stuff. Um, all the stuff with her revisiting her old life. That, that mm-hmm. was really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that, and it was just a quick moment when they were having the fight with uh, Gao and everybody else before uh, Electra and Matt whatever where he was reminding her who she was like iron fist is in the uh, is in the hallway and gao is like get him and all of a sudden the door blows open jessica comes in and just punches Mal. like i was like really did that just happen did she just punch this ancient woman in the face it's pretty great yeah yeah jessica i think she has some of the better ones in this whole show oh yeah just... definitely mm-hmm. Well, I think I think everything I've seen of her so far is made up for a lot of the stuff that I wasn't super into on uh, on Jessica Jones the series. Yeah, like uh, seeing her actually fight instead of just somebody comes at her and then that's a cut scene to somebody thrown against a wall. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like see, even even if it's a stunt woman, but actually seeing somebody get thrown, that's mm-hmm. that's helpful. Um, yeah. So yeah, that stuff's really good. Um, Andy, you were saying you were about to go to another point, right? Before I oh well, while you guys while you guys are still on Jessica, I really like her um, like bullshit white woman voice. 
that she puts it's on. So good. <laughs> we didn't really talk about it in the last episode, but it's so great. Her like valley girl almost <laughs> accent. Oh yeah, it's... no, like that whole yeah, she did that way too well. <laughs> She's yeah, it's like oh my god, it's so I love her. I, I love that voice. It's <laughs> yeah, so good. Kristen Ritter is like amazing. It's like. She... Yeah, she has the comedic timing of like a professional comedian. Yeah, like um, I really, I really admire her. Like she's really great. Yeah, yeah. I love her and um, Charlie Cox. Um, yeah, they have yeah. they have good chemistry. Like they yeah. really do. Yeah. And I, I do love the moment, and and it could have been really silly when he starts playing his own theme song, which <laughs> yeah. it's almost all it's almost always silly. But yeah, the way that. <laughs> When they cut to her face, I'm like, all right, that makes up for it. <laughs> like, she's like, really, dude? Um, because, and this is, addresses something in our first episode on this show. I don't like really how Daredevil-focused this show is. Um, and but, that is okay. a moment that shows it. Because, like, perhaps, there's not a moment. Perhaps yeah. my, my, my bias is going to show here, but, like, I like right. that. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> Like, like usually, I want the best of all of it. Like, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, but it's like, it's like a like a fan of Daredevil. Like, I felt like it it handled going into the arc it goes into really well. Yeah, like, yeah it does. I, I think it does. But like, I would have appreciated if just suddenly the Jessica Jones theme song randomly starts playing for some reason. Like, if you're gonna yeah. do it, go all out. Yeah, do Give it. For it a, except, except yeah. I, I cannot tell you what the theme song is. I, I can only remember the. T- sound or whatever that the very beginning of his song that and those drums or whatever um like but there's stuff for iron fist that you could do um you could have the the, the bird falcon come back oh god um, <laughs> the ghost falcon <laughs> the blurred out falcon god damn it um or you could have a uh, him uh having pts no no don't bring that stuff back but there's stuff about iron fist you could bring back that only people who have seen iron fist would acknowledge and like that's cool that they did that and they really only do that for matt they don't do that for other characters again i'm not really a fan of him playing his own theme song but there's a more subtle version of that that you could have done for all characters i thought um yeah yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I feel in, like uh, in, in the defense of, uh, in your def- in well defending the fact that it's very Daredevil heavy. I mean, you also have to realize Daredevil's the one who's had the most backstory via his That's two true. seasons of his own show. So yeah. it would make sense for him to kind of take the lead in this. That's true. And if this is really this season is really more of a sequel to Iron Fist season one and Daredevil season two than it is a sequel to any of the other shows. Yep. It it really has nothing to do with Jessica Jones season one, which I don't have a problem with because that season is so convoluted and you can it's fit hand stuff into it, it really. It's, very, it's not it's not like it, what's the word? It's isolated. It's like it's not yeah. about all the whole city, it's about Jessica, really. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And like I, I said it in the last episode, White Hat should have been like a side villain in Luke Cage. Instantly would have made White Hat a more interesting character to me. Instead of and, Diamondback, of course, yeah, definitely. Well, even as like Diamondback hires the Hand, because if yeah. anybody would have connections to the Hand in Luke Cage, it would be Diamondback. 
Yep. If he had hired a like a hand assassin, or and as we learn, one of the leaders of the hand to take out Luke Cage, like that innocently ties it into the hand. And I said it last time. All you need is like he has a painting on his wall with a red hand on it, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, he's the hand. You don't even need to explain it. So that kind of stuff. It, it's the universe building. I'm not really criticizing the show so much as like the pre-planning that is that obviously wasn't there. So, well, I don't. I don't think they had any idea that it was going to do as well as it has, mm-hmm. or at least yeah. at least the beginning of it would do as well as it has, and then the diminishing returns up until up until the defenders at this point. I think. Yeah, I think every show has been like, uh, what's what's it called? Bridge jumping or whatever, where mm-hmm. you it's or bungee jumping. I think every season has been bungee jumping um, and not knowing exactly how well each season is going to do. And I think when Iron Fist came around, they were like, okay, so this is the one that is not going to get as good of a response. This is the one that's kind of the failure that we kind of have to make. Kind of. Kind <laughs> like, of. Only kind well, of? The problem is you can't really judge. Netflix doesn't give out the numbers and stuff. You can only go off of like what people say about was the show. It, I, I do. I will say that there was a lot of people who did like the show. Like, yeah. Was it Thor or First Avenger or Captain America 1 that led into Avengers? Uh, First Avenger led into Avengers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the post-credit, uh, or not even post-credit, I think it was. Oh, right I think that scene is so cool. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, because okay. I was about to say, if it was Thor, then well, Thor kind of, kind of, they kind of both of them kind of lead into it because they do. Yeah, they're the two that are the most like, oh, we know what's happening next year, and we have to prepare people. For it. Or wait, was there like a whole year where there was no movie? I think there was. No, no, there was Iron Man in twenty in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. They had nothing. Oh, yeah, that's right. 2010, so 2011. 2010 was, was Iron Man 2. 2011 was Thor and Cap. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, damn, time is going fast. Andy has to, like, get out of here. So, like, we'll give Andy, yeah, like, his final final thoughts, I guess, on Defenders. Um, just episode 6. So, yeah, until episode 6. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think this show is stronger in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. I think the main thing that I think the main thing that uh, took me away was the villains. Like, mm-hmm. just I haven't been interested in the hand stuff since what, like three seasons ago. Yeah, um, none of it has like interested me at all. Like, um, I do yeah. like the elect stuff, but. Um, <sighs> I, I guess some of this stuff I should wait to say until we're doing the next or the last couple episodes. Um, mm. But yeah, I feel like they uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't finished Iron Fist, but they introduced like three members of the hand in this season. Like three they, ma- major fingers or whatever. They introduce Bakudo and they tell you that Gao is hand in the first season of Iron Fist. Yeah, but like uh, we see out, we meet Sawande, Alexandra, and uh, Murakami in this mm-hmm. Defenders, and I feel like that's certainly not enough time for these characters who are supposedly supposed to be so big and important. And mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, I agree with. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think the villains are very well developed, other than, again, I think Alexandra falls off completely. But the mm-hmm. person who we like, I think Gao's the most interesting. Yeah, like Gao um, should have been the leader. Gao has um, like fucking wind powers that they never talk about. <laughs> yeah, they never talk about that. She's the only one that has like power. She like Avatar, Last yeah. Airbender shit. Um, well, and on. one again, Gao has been around the longest. Didn't mm-hmm. she show up in Daredevil? Was it season yeah. one or two? Yeah, yeah. She's, the one, she's the one we have the most development for, and we have the most yeah. connection to, definitely, of anybody. She's the only um, one left out of Gao, out of uh, Fisk's, Fisk's associates or group yeah. of yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah. That's all I have to say also, now. Also, uh, how do we feel about the death of Stick? Um, I never I liked was... Stick. I like see. Oh, really? I love yeah. Stick. Yeah, I love great. Stick too. I like. I don't. Stick. I don't think his death came at the right moment. Um, because when I first watched it, I was like, that doesn't feel right. Um, because cause... the death of Stick and Alexandra. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't very quickly. Like it not, didn't, it, not a lot of time in between them. Yeah, and it didn't have the right impact, I thought. Um, no. I if, still don't think it does. If they killed off Sick and kept Alexandra alive, like, for the last, for at least the front, the sem, like, episode, the end of episode 7, maybe it could have mm-hmm. worked? I, there's a certain time where I think Stick should have died that we'll address when we do the final two episodes. Um Everybody who's seen the final episode, two episodes, you probably know when I think he should have died. So yeah, I haven't seen him yet. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, I, I saw it. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to like a new segment. So like, oh, if okay. you have any like, I was just gonna say when uh when Stick was killed, it kind of it kind of took. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, bye, Andy. Andy. Andy, go. Bye, Andy. Andy, Andy. sorry. Hey, get the, the hell out of here. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Alan. Um, but I was going to say, like, uh, with uh, Stick, when he died, like, I was kind of shocked by it. But I think it's also just ever since he's shown up in Daredevil Season 1, I can't help but think about this as an alternate version of his character from The Leftovers, which I don't know if anybody else has watched The oh, Leftovers shit. at all. God, that's but, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, was what was Kevin. his name in the leftovers? Kevin. Like he's he Kevin Senior. Yeah, he was crazy enough that I could see him going off and blinding himself and learning martial arts and just being like, oh, "Gotta train somebody. You assholes aren't gonna make it." He, he, he plays else we crazy find out but that smart very well. We f- we find out something about Stick and Kunlun <laughs> and the the Iron Fist that. What that was that they failed to to, to Scott Buck failed to think of or to to, mm-hmm. to do, which was the chest. Well, so that's the thing. So this goes to my point about them not planning very well. And the I think Scott Buck honestly said no. No. So here's the thing. I and this and this is something I was going to bring up more later on. Um, with a couple other points, and we'll bring it up again. So none of them. Apparently, based, this is all based off of an interview with, uh, I believe, Petri or Ramirez. I can't really remember which one. Um, basically, none of them saw each other's shows until they aired. Oh, none of them. Oh, wow. oh, wow. 
None of them knew that, what was going on. That actually makes a lot of sense now that I think of it. And none of them had any input on each other's shows either. Wait, so they weren't they were they weren't being critical? Wow. So at no point were Douglas Petrie and uh Ramirez at no point did they know what was going to be happening in Jessica Jones season one before the show aired. They might have seen a couple scenes. I'm sure they did. But they had no idea how that season ended. It sounds like the Netflix Marvel shows were being run like Warner Brothers is running their DC movie universe. Like, yeah. That's, well, that's right insane. Now, well, don't forget that there's still that there's still the plan to Disney's planning to uh, remove or get leave Marvel uh, Marvel Netflix and uh, start their own streaming service. Well, yeah, but apparently Netflix is Apparently they have a very binding contract as far as the TV show, so that won't actually be going anywhere. Okay, but, good. But um, but it's weird because the only person you can say, like, maybe you can blame Scott Buck, because my understanding is Scott Buck's show started shooting much later, in comparison based off the timeline. And I, I went back and I researched this because I wanted to be sure. If you go off the timeline of when the show started production to when it aired, his show started much later than the rest of them. His show started being much later than the rest of them. He came on as producer much later than the rest of them. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of Scott Buck. And He's an old dude. He looks like if he looks like the love child of um, uh, what's the guy? Can be Greg Taro and yeah. Rob Liefeld. Yeah. Kind of, he's, he's kind of got that look to him, and uh, and also so, also a third, uh, third bit of uh, the guy from yeah the guy the sure. guy from uh, Curb Enthusiasm who was who was shouting. Oh God, I, I know what you're talking about the gravelly voice or whatever. Um, yeah. But he so he should have seen the other shows. Basically, he had time yeah. to see the other shows, and he probably so, did. That's uh, yeah, he was too busy. He did ru- well, ruining Dexter. Well, there's a couple <laughs> years there removal. But yeah, but yeah. he was he was he was doing, he was trying to do it again. <laughs> God damn it! But um, yeah, like there's no again with those other ones. It's like why didn't they just have them sit down together? And like, oh, uh, here's so what we're up, planning. Can I bring up something that happened to me on Twitter earlier? Because sure. This is a, this deals with comic books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Any of you, do, Eric? Do you know who you know who Jeff Barker is? Uh, no, I don't think I do actually. He he's he did uh he at Marvel he did um he did X Men First Class. Okay. He uh, retweeted one of my tweets. Oh, hey, congratulations. Yeah. Alan's going big time, guys. Yeah. No, uh, no he, time for us anymore. He's going to be a celebrity, and uh, he'll yeah, have no time Yeah, because I've for noticed that recording. somehow my tweets are are somehow leading back to my, my PS4 because I'm getting weird. I'm getting spot requests and messages. No, I get that, too. Yeah. No, the, I, got no, I mean, this is phone. happening, and same with Facebook. Like it's kind of happening. It's happening more. Yeah, that happens as you get bigger. As as you put out more stuff, people find you more. Um, yep. 
But yeah, like, there's no reason that Marvel shouldn't have sat all these showrunners down and have them, like, give rough outlines of what they're going to do. And like, yeah, well, or even just have to use Bible, like, not that it has mm-hmm. to be, not that it has to be, like, uh, cut and dry, like, this is exactly what you have to do, but just be like, you know, we'd like to get to this place. What do mm-hmm. you guys think? Yeah. And, like, you could eat just having the show runs down and talk to each other. I think it would be so very helpful. Like, again, this whole thing with Defenders and how I think White Hat definitely should have been in Luke Cage. Yeah, White like, Hat's cool. I like White Hat. There's no reason that he wasn't. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's necessarily believing that they even expected Daredevil Season 1 to be as successful as it was, let alone Season yeah. 2. Yeah, I, I agree. <clears throat> I think that there should be, and maybe it is like what you said, like, they didn't know if these shows were going to be successful. So tying it all together so closely, maybe not the best idea at that time. But And I, I think they're also trying to differentiate themselves a little bit from the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, and then as the shows went on, they're like, okay, well... True, but they did, I mean, like, you gotta remember, when they came out, they ate these shows. They announced them all together, and the way that they announced it was, we're gonna be copying what we did with the movies. Like, they, yeah. that's that's what they said. They were like, we're gonna do four shows, they're gonna be more street level, they're gonna be a lot more like the Dark yeah, Knight or right. Batman I Begins. Yeah, you're right, I forgot about that. I like, forgot about that. What exactly like, is it was, the timeline again? I know we, were, we had a timeline, uh debate with uh, Spider-Man. But what's the timeline with the Defenders? The Netflix shows? Uh, it takes place after the Battle of New York. That's all I know. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I think they because, really touched guess, on. And in this Defenders, it's like six months after Daredevil Season 2. Um, so that is like 2015. Yeah. Or so. In... So while Hydra still... Well, well no. Hydra would have fallen. <laughs> um... No, no, around the time of of Ultron. Oh, um, no, it has to be after Ultron at least, because they mention Ultron in Daredevil season one. They like make a reference to it. They did. Yeah, like what's next? Uh, Robots or or what's next? Judgment Day is going to happen, which is like a direct reference to the fact that Ultron is coming out. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Um, like it's a timely reference because there was. That first season of Daredevil, it's only a month before Avengers 2. Um, they've changed the schedule, so it's hard to remember that stuff. Um, of course, then we could yeah. go deeper into the huge argument about the timeline of just the Marvel movies, like what year it's supposed to be, and so on and yeah. so forth. But yeah. I mean, it gets confusing. Saints Row has an has an easier uh, timeline than us, and it is crazy. And they also, True. Saints Row Two takes place boy. in 2017. It does. It. it does. I can't believe. Okay. I literally I looked it up. Okay. Um, I'm not, do you have any like, final thoughts on these three episodes um, as a whole? Uh, I, I, well, I really... I, uh, Go ahead. I didn't want to speak while Andy was here. Okay. Okay. So, I, uh, as someone who liked... Or not uh, really like Daredevil season one, and saw and under and saw the uh, stick and Electra parts of two. Mm. I got, I understood what they were talking about, 
like his with stick like his connections with connection with Matt and Petra. Hmm. Um. Was I the only one who was thinking about about um Holly when they kept making when they were making reference to uh, Danny as the key? Yeah, I can see why you might think about that. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things that, that reminded me of. Um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Are you the gatekeeper? I was. I was going to say with uh, with these particular episodes being that, like I said, I've been marathoning the show. I feel like this one really did get across what you had mentioned earlier, Arlen, like is that this definitely felt like the double team because it it felt like you're actually seeing some of the consequences of what's going on in their show, like as opposed to like with any of the bigger Marvel movies where you only have a very small circle of people who seem to be affected by these greater things like you actually see any of the horror that the people on the ground or even friends of these people are dealing with but with jessica jones and luke cage and everybody you're actually seeing them having to respond to like police dealing with things and just the citizens of new york dealing with all this yeah yeah definitely also i uh there's something that i think we have to talk about because mm. it's Like I mean, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it. See where it happens. But st- does something happen to Misty? Yes. Uh, shoot. Wait, that's in the last episode, though. Yeah, that's the last episode. Because they showed off, uh, for like the first picture from Luke Cage for Luke Cage to season two. Yeah, I mean, and maybe a- you shouldn't have looked at that. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. Maybe Everyone should, uh, with, it was on every single I, I, social media. I know, I know. Well, and if you know who she is from the comics, then you knew that was going to happen at some point. The thing is, I, I I only heard about who she was when I was reading Captain America, Sam Wilson. Oh, man, you got to go back and read that Brubaker uh, Iron Fist run, man. I don't know which one was better, which one was better him or Matt Fraction. I got a soft spot for Matt Fraction, if I'm being honest. I mean, honestly, I, I have no idea where Matt Fraction, what Fraction went. He's still writing sex criminals. But... Yeah, he's writing sex criminals. God, I just wish Marvel would get um, Remender back, Hickman, Gillen. Not going to happen. Anyways, Defenders. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? We were talking. We were talking. <laughs> I was saying sorry, the subtitle. Bro- the subtitle to podcast. No, it's funny because I've been working all day and like my brain is fried. So like I'm gonna need a reminder where we were. <laughs> um, I think we were just closing we were, up on we our comments any... on four through six. Oh, yeah. um, yeah. Okay, so I did have something to say about. Uh, everything with like 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 Andy said, everything with Electra this season has been great. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I'm yeah. very attracted to Elodie Young. Oh, Elodie Young is a very beautiful. <laughs> uh, there I said it. Uh, Gods <laughs> of Egypt, El- Elodie yeah. El- yeah. she, She's fantastic. Oh no, <laughs> that poor that poor woman. Uh, is she your well, new waifu, Hunter? I'm not talking about this on the podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. that, that means yes, audience. Oh. Uh, I was going to say, I'm still not clear on why she killed Alexa, oh, oh, Alexandria. Alexandra. Yeah, um, why, did, why did she um, kill her? My understanding is that... Oh, this uh, is something from Iron Fist. Hmm? What? What are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> it, it's it's something with the the substance, the quote unquote substance from Iron oh, Fist, and yeah, it's also a, a, a similar to the uh, Lazarus Pit. I think you're right to some degree. I think but you come when you. It doesn't bring all of you back. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Electra is seventy five percent back. But part, I think it's more part like of her is gone. I think it's like half of who she is now, and half and half, half of who of she what was, was born when she first came back. Yeah, she's half a, a Alexandra's daughter and half Electra. It's the worst parts of Electra. It's the vicious killing machine parts of Electra. I might I might be completely wrong because I haven't seen the last two episodes, but I haven't I either. Was, I was getting the impression um, that that her killing Alexandra was was kind of a plan of hers and sticks. Maybe I yeah, misread no, it, some of that I, scene. I know it's it's a plan of hers and sticks, but like Did you just fucking spoil this? No, it's not no, it's not a spoiler. No. It's really no, not they, they they heavily imply it that one last scene or at least near the end of episode six there was a scene yeah. of Stick and her talking many a long time ago or however they, or, they, yeah, they while they were spar- while they were sparring slash fighting. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was, it was the time before that when mm. she pulled up and they were talking on the waterfront. It's right after season two. Doesn't, doesn't when... Stick mention something? Yeah, like did I miss this it's... because I didn't watch all of Daredevil season two? Well, no. Okay, so do you remember when Elektra tries to trick Matt into killing a guy who might have killed his father? Oh, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. She tries to. She brings him to his house. She sets it up to, so that he could easily just slice this guy's throat. For those who do not remember Daryl season two. Oh yeah, I, I, I understand. But the the earlier point about um, Alexandra being killed by Elektra, like like I was saying, like I was heavily under the impression that it was something that stick had planned with her because i mean didn't he say something along the lines of like well there's a third way when he was right before he knocked out luke cage and that was kind of my impression that yeah oh he's i thought he was just gonna go that was a scene where he was gonna go kill danny right Hmm. he was but he said sorry sorry, kid you won't but you won't you you won't even feel this my my problem my problem with it is uh all the stuff where like she she's basically being the Alexandria's daughter. Like it just like to me it doesn't make sense how Stick was able to break through to her. Yeah, I don't think Stick had anything to do with it. No, I think it's I think more it Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I at that know. point it's just it's like just I like... wish I wish kinda wish that it was more like a little bit more descriptive. Not not completely like Yeah. I, just... I, I think the the next two episodes do a lot to explain yeah. it. Um yeah. like my my thing about like I think she's like a mix in between the two Electras comes from the later two episodes. She is yeah, neither um, she is neither the Electra that we see in Daredevil season two, who's a character who is both at the same time a killing machine who enjoys seeing other people in pain and like this incredibly sweet, caring person. She is both of those things in one. This Electra, the only thing that came back other than the moments where she's caring about Matt 
the only thing that came back is the killing machine and her love for Matt to some degree. Um, so yeah, that's that's my understanding of what it is. And then sense. it's the hand programming, basically. The programming of her being the new member of the hand and the person who would probably take over the for The face Al-Zitra. who runs the place. Yeah, so that's my... And you really get that in the next episode. You really get like, oh, she's just... She's Alexandra 2, kind of. Like, she's half Alexandra. Really, Hunter, you, guys, you really need to stop with that because... It's people with different ethnicities. It, it may come, it come off racist. You gotta stop. <sighs> you gotta stop, man. You gotta stop. Oh, I didn't need to do anything. <laughs> from a uh, purely uh, selfish view from Electra, I can see her wanting to take out one more person who needs substance to continue to live. After yes. Alexander explained to her in the at the uh, graveyard that yeah. you know we both needed to live, so with her being a killing machine, it's just like, well, I want to continue to live so this person's die. True, true. All right, um, so here's the thing. Earlier, I was trying to move over to State of the Marvel Universe, but then I realized, oh, wait, we have to do that at the end of the show, yeah. <laughs> when the show is over. So Yeah, because I um, literally said uh, in the chat earlier today, well, or, do I have to watch uh, Defenders? Because if so, I need to be told this in advance, because... I'm not I kept in the loop of what we're doing. We established on Thursday that you were supposed to watch. Yes. No, it wasn't we didn't, on Thursday. I, it was okay, today. listen, Alan. Alan, listen, we're doing this right now. Alan, we we specifically told you on Thursday <laughs> to watch Defenders. <laughs> okay, and, and we're not yelling at you. I'm <laughs> just saying. We definitely said that. I I, I remember. I remember. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that happened. We definitely <laughs> said we need to watch Defenders because we're not doing the Tick because none of us watch all of the Tick yet because we uh, were on actually show. I'm watching the Tick right now. Yeah, well, that's actually, great. I'm gonna start yeah. watching it because I saw a commercial uh, before it... I started watching um, uh, Central Intelligence. Hmm. And I it looks really good. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Good. Yeah, the pilot was good a year ago, so I imagine it hasn't changed in quality since then. Um, also, <laughs> also to uh, it's a shame that this been in Defender in the last two episodes of Defenders. That and this is something that I think Chris would have liked. Mm. Dark Hawk. No, no, <laughs> fuck that, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I know he loves his Dark Hawk. Uh, no, Kurt Russell shows up. Yeah. What about Night Thrasher? <laughs> no, um, I, love Night Thrasher. I fucking love Night Thrasher. I'll talk about Night Thrasher anytime. Uh, I th- his was it him that he, that was talking about scrolls? I think so. it was him and Connor were going off about scrolls and butt cheeks yeah. and all that whatnot. Yeah, because it, like it would be uh, it'd be great if you found it out at the end of Defenders they kill. And she turns into this green monstrosity. <laughs> I'd be okay with Actually, you know what? That would be a really cool, like, like, neck villain. Because they did not... Secret Invasion... It'd be a good... It'd be different, a different take on Secret Invasion. And you'd have... You could do it really cheap. <laughs> like, I mean, you'd still be better than Roger Corman. Right. 
Um, but, oh, speaking of Roger Corman, uh, there's a documentary on that Fantastic Four movie that's on Amazon. You should watch oh, that. There is. Yeah. Oh. Also, it's, it's really good, actually. Is um, the 2080 documentary? Oh yeah, yeah. Which is fascinating. 2080 is a great company. Uh, um, Grant Morrison's their editor in chief at this point. Of course, they're a great company. Yeah. No, no. 2080 is a. Isn't 2080 just a anthology series? Yeah, but no, it's it, principally Judge Dredd. It is an anthology, but it's but like I, and. Eric, uh, Grant Morrison is the editor-in-chief of Heavy Metal. Oh, it's Heavy Metal. I was thinking it was 2008 AD. My mistake. It's it's easy. Oh, it's Grant easy Morrison to... used to write for 2008 AD. Yeah. yeah, he did. Nearly he did. But every, so pretty much all every, of the British... Every British, Irish, Scottish... Like, for example... Alan the the Moore, entire United Kingdom. Garth Ennis. Yes. <laughs> pretty much. God save the Queen. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm think, I think I'm going to post the, uh, the Grant Morrison for, for our podcast uh, compilation of, of from Batman, Batman again. Oh God! Oh no! Everyone, um, everyone seemed to enjoy it. It is no, that's actually a really good podcast to listen to um, because yeah. Kevin is a good audience surrogate. Um, and Grant Mor- Morrison is a god at talk at just telling stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. You're a good storyteller. Um, so I guess I just had one final point, and it is something that we can continue to address, is um, the general imbalance of intelligence among members of the Hand. Yeah, um, yep. Now knows who everybody is. Like, she knows exactly who Jessica Jones is. She knows who Daredevil is. She knows about Luke Cage, as we learned in Iron Fist. Um White Hat seems to know exactly who Luke Cage is. He seems to know about Kilgore down to the small details about him and Jessica. Um, and Alexandra does not know who any of them are. No, Alexandra all. spent the whole time going, what? What's going like, on? She kind of knows who Daredevil is and who <laughs> Matt Met- Mur- Murdock is, and she knows who Iron Fist is. She has no clue who Jessica Jones is or Luke Cage. And then other characters seem to know again it's like intermittent who knows what when Bakudo knows who Daredevil is and so does Murakami yeah I got it okay I didn't want to make I wasn't paying attention to Andy said two two different names uh, for remember that and uh, Suave right yeah which was the guy that uh, got decapitated Decapitated by uh, that's Sawande White Hat. Sawande, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why I just call him White Hat? Like... I know, but why did he look like he came out of Beast of No Nation? Because he's from Africa. Yeah, he's, from yeah. Africa. <laughs> like, he's like an Africa, Africa. So he's like, a Alan, Alan, come on, man. <laughs> like they say that in the show. Like Turk Bennett, Turk Bennett says Turk he's, Barrett. He's, he's, he's yeah, a Turk real... Barrett. A quote-unquote African brother, I believe, is what he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he says that. It's been a while yeah. since I watched one through three. That's I, fine. Actually, no, I watched two and three while we were doing the podcast last week. True, I, I know we are aware. Um, the thing is, I'm just—I really want to talk. Just talk about preacher. Because okay. I was talking. Well, to, I was talking. We to have Eric. to wait for the show to end. Yeah, we gotta wait. 
So yeah. Um Yeah. Okay. No, I, so I, I completely agree on the intelligence levels. It does seem weird yeah. that the the leader of the hand, quote unquote, would have no clue who any of these people are. And even White Hat seeming to know who Luke Cage is, like he didn't mm-hmm. seem to understand that he was going to be able to beat the crap out of him then. That's that's just kind of weird to me that like he can stop him, have him get hit by a truck, kidnap him, and then Luke Cage can turn around and beat the hell out of him. Unless yeah. Luke was playing was, possum. Was I the only one who thought that when Luke came in, or after they said they got Luke, they got Luke, he could, mm-hmm. when, he, when Luke com- comes in all calmly, was I the only one who thought he was going to turn on them? I mean, no, because they've done that before in Jessica Jones. So I didn't think of that again. Um, so yeah, I don't know about well, that. Well, no, I got it, a, it, like, I got a weird vibe when uh, when Stick was talking to Luke after he had cut off uh, White Hat's head. Like mm-hmm. there was just there was something weird about their interaction that I thought something was going to go on with Luke and Stick there. Like, and it obviously didn't happen, but it just, the way the, the scene was painted and the way they were interacting with each other just struck me as, as very odd. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Also, there's a, uh, I'm still mad that there's a scene from the trailer that we never got in the show, got mm-hmm. to, or got to see, and that was the, I'm the immortal Iron Fist. You won now? Yeah, we got a version of that, though. Like... Uh, yeah, I I really enjoy how everyone's like, Danny, what the what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, or as well, uh, just, Jessica called him, boy billionaire. Yeah. yeah, just just when uh, he's tied up and he starts talking to Luke and he's like, like punch a dragon in its molten heart, and Luke is like, really, really, and just goes back to reading the New York Post and then rolls mm-hmm. his eyes, is like, oh, that must have hurt, didn't it? <laughs> But yeah, like everything with Danny being a weirdo is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, uh, I think uh, I think we've really covered most of what's important in four through six. Um, so yeah, uh, if you have, if anybody listening has thoughts otherwise, or you disagree with us on something, please, we'd like to hear it. Um, put, it uh, put it in the group. Like, if yeah, you wanna, like start oh, yeah. if it's about my talking. spoilers, you can fuck the fuck off. No, like, Alan, you know, hey, Alan, you know what's the easy way to avoid spoilers? Watching the fucking show. No, I'm talking about Game of Thrones. I'm talking about oh, my well, Game of Thrones yeah. spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean when uh, you mean when Drogon died? You mean that 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 spoiler? Yeah. No. Oh, uh, or, or you mean when um when when Jon Snow pulled an iPhone Seven while he was screwing his aunt? Yeah, and filming it like with, with while flexing. Yeah, while he was having sex with aunt. When uh, Jorah was revealed to be a robot, that was interesting. Yeah, really weird. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're we're turning this sci- in this uh, fantasy show, but hey, I'm going with it. Hey, uh, it's, it's HBO's. It's there. It's two two right people's take on a on a on a uh, classic fantasy novel series. Right. I mean, hey, you gotta do that Westworld crossover, man. You got. Oh, speaking of modern, money on the table. Have you guys seen that? Um, that the uh, video the game, of, Game of Thrones the, in modern day. Yeah, I, I've I, only seen. I've only no, seen I haven't, but shots. I will look into it. No. it is it is great. Uh, yeah. Um. But now let's do uh, plugs and stuff. And yay, new episode should come out probably next week. We might do preacher first. I don't know. 
unsure. So maybe Superman lives. Maybe. May, maybe. Uh, it really depends on how we're feeling. So, uh, uh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at aaharo, um, lostharo.press.com for writing and stuff and other people who are on this podcast, other podcasts, maybe another podcast sometime in November. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. Weird. Who knows? Um, Hunter, you got you got any plugs and the things? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Davenport. Um, you, uh, as of this recording, my uh, episode of Secret Sessions should be out, and um, that was actually a really fun like experience. Like uh, like Ari and Daniel are like good friends of mine, and like you should go listen, give them a listen, and subscribe to them. Like, um, what was it you said that uh, made me nearly cut off my own head? Wait, what? What you said? It was the best podcast episode. Or podcast. Okay. You've ever been on. No, it's it's my no, it's my favorite podcast episode I've ever recorded. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Okay, Alan, <laughs> <laughs> stop putting words in my mouth. Uh, no, I I saw what you wrote. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Alan, he meant as a guest on yeah, a, a guest. show. Yes. On a on a guest on another podcast. Okay, Alan, you're acting like the, I've had less shows than you wrote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you dasn't disparage this Phantom Zone. I'm just, I'm so mad I haven't gotten to play Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> do okay. not, do not hold that over us. Yeah, we, what the fuck? I'm not even done with Brother Wild yet. That's, okay. That's on you. That's on That's, you. That's yeah. really That's on you. Man. Yeah. Anyways, uh, go listen to Secret Sessions. Uh, also, Video Game Hour. Uh, I, I've started doing the thumbnails. I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Al, Alley Boy, got, got any any plugs for us? Um, sometime in the future, in the next two to three, vghplays.com. I'm it. I'm working on that. It's uh, it's going to be a repository of of. The VGH plays content. And streams, yep. Because YouTube is... They're just terrible to, with right now with gaming. Yeah, YouTube is... Fuck it up. And, uh... I just want to get, get Video Game Hour out there better. Yeah. So, um. Also, Hunter and I are working on a project could that may launch sometime next year isn't oh yeah it, isn't yeah. that right under yep you can look forward to that yeah in a, in a year from now it really is up to them it could it could launch in a year from now could it could also launch this november because yeah. lots of things happen in november um especially in games holy shit Ugh. yeah um the only and things now, i have to say are uh Keep an eye for in-stock trades this coming week. Um, the re-release of the Punisher Marvel Knights um, is coming back out. Oh, the one that oh, shit. oh shit! Better yeah. hide my wallet. God damn it! Yeah, well, I, it's this <laughs> this coming week is ridiculous. Like, but that Marvel Knights one is is one to have. Um, I need that. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm floating around on the phone, just talking about comics and yeah. insulting things. And uh, also hide all your bones because I'm coming for your marrow. That's right. Yeah, and on that note, Phantom Zone Group.
go there. Also, be square. Go there, be square. I just want to give a quick shout out to Eric the Dud for doing our theme song on both Video Game Hour and Fan Zone. That oh, dude yeah. is really talented and like he's a good, he's a good dude. Oh yeah, you can get a link to his uh, SoundCloud cloud SoundCloud. I don't his know SoundCloud too. SoundCloud. SoundCloud is the unofficial Russian version. SoundCloud here SoundCloud. sound plays you. Um, uh, but yeah, no, you can Thanks go to uh, phantomzone.wordpress.com for links to uh, Dud's uh, SoundCloud page. Uh, you can also get to the Creating Heroes page um, if you can't find a link to that otherwise. Um, oh yeah, Chloe, Chloe from the group runs that. She's one of the mm-hmm. admins. And she yeah, does so a really good it. Yeah, get our back episodes, uh, share that page. There should be a link to the YouTube also. Please subscribe to our YouTube. It gives us a custom URL, which makes it much easier to find our channel. So, yeah. Plugs. Yay. Uh, fuck fuck X-Men Apocalypse. Bye. Yeah, fuck X-Men. Bye. I'm Chuck Bear, bitch. <laughs>